It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth foul mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Uh, ha, 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 happy new year, Victoria. Happy new year. Uh, well, I mean, this is a lie. Yet again, we're just living a permanent lie because it's not the new year. Yet. No, no, but they don't need to know that. It could be the new year, right? We're in the illusion. <laughs> Once again. I'm not very good at maintaining that. No. Sometimes it's all right just to let people live in a fantasy world, okay? Okay. Um, happy New Year. Oh, wow. What a feeling. They're going to announce Tier 5 soon. <laughs> Maybe they've already done it by now, actually. You know, do you remember when we had this discussion last week where I said sometimes it's good to just be a little bit more on the upbeat <laughs> on the up. than the on down the low? Mm-mm. I sang it in an upbeat way. That's the best way to deliver bad news. Yeah, but it was quite fucking depressing. Your man is dead. <laughs> Dead. She's so dead right now. Oh yeah, she's in the ground. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> anyway, how was your little jaunt between Christmas and New Year? Um, I'm good. fucking so bored out of my head uh, that I've pretended to work today just to nice. get away from my family. Nice. That's what's happening over here. How about you? Uh, yeah, pretty much the same. We actually took our Christmas decorations down today. I was going to ask oh. you that. The Feels relief. Good. Do you know, for the first time ever, mine are normally done down by now. Mine are still up and I'm kind of clinging onto them a bit. Oh, wow. Even though your tree was dead two weeks ago. Mate, oh yeah, it's so dead. I'm going to hit you with some more positivity. Oh, God. <laughs> because oh, once God. those decorations come down, there is literally nothing to look forward to or to celebrate anymore. So I'm, I just can't. I've, I can't detach myself from them. I need them up to just feel like something good is happening in my life. I actually maybe <laughs> think you could do with a trip to the doctor's. <laughs> your face then. You've your... the, the doctor's glasses move. But yeah. I'm I about mean, to I make am, a diagnosis. I am no medical professional here, <laughs> but I don't think you're okay right now. <laughs> I think you might be having a breakdown. A nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one, it's Ooh, fine. You'll come out the other side a better person. Yeah, you'll be fine. Just turn it into a blog. It's really, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Get your tits out. Yeah. Oh, wait, you already done that. I already do that. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. I'm going to do them today um, and then have a little cry and then just get on with the Get on with the It year. feels good. No, no, no. It feels, it feels really, really positive. It feels good. It's positive. I'm things just, start. Like, so ready to go into the new year like this. Well, it's, it's Rob's fortieth birthday next year <gasps> in February. Hang on, next year's as in t- oh, 2021. Sorry. 2021. Oh, no, we're already in 2021. <laughs> That's right, we are, aren't we? Oh, gosh. It's his 40th in February. Oh, I didn't know he was 40. Yeah, he's an old codger, isn't he? Oh, he looks and wonderful. He does look wonderful, though he is now completely grey. He's got, he's, no, he's now not. just, yeah, 100%. You're lying. Seriously, he shaved his beard off yesterday because he said it looks like he's got just an old man's pubes all over his face. Old man's pubes is better. I prefer that. Yeah, they're just, they're all white. He's got a little snowy face. So yeah, he's uh, shaved that off. Well, you know what? Steve had an actual whole fucking Father Christmas ginger beard. Really? Which I despised because he rode to work so it would be sweaty and gross. It was fucking, it was uh, vile. How do you feel about facial hair? 
Um, I really dig it, not on Steve. Oh, poor Steve. I just, I, it, I dig it. I, I don't like, I hate him freshly shaved. I love yeah, him same. a little bit stubs, you know? Yeah, bit stubs. Bit stubs. <laughs> yeah, bit stubs for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love I a hate him freshly shaved. <sighs> but yeah, I do. Oh, I'm really into like the hipsters, you know, like with the big mustaches and stuff. But on Steve, I don't, I wouldn't be able to stop laughing. No, I don't like anything that's too manicured though, but I do like, oh, something to grab hold of. No, I don't want something that looks like they've spent four hours doing. A man doing their eyebrows. I don't know about you, Vic, but it's a big no-no for me. No, it makes my vagina shrivel up. Yeah, I'm not into that. Just it's too much, really. Um, I did go out with someone that had a massive beard, and (laughs) um, what were you going to say? A massive schlong. We're just moving on. He had a massive dick. We're not talking about facial hair anymore. Let me just move my uh, smorgasbord out of the way. Yeah, let's just point out that Laura came onto this podcast this afternoon with an actual fucking buffet that was that could have probably served about twelve people. Oh mate, just me. (laughs) Christmas has really got me in that mood. And you know how bad is this? I woke up at two o'clock this morning. Sorry, removing myself from the conversation we're just having, but very quickly, I woke up at two o'clock this morning and I thought oh that breathe that Vic was on about (laughs) can I get it truffle and then you're like Laura you need to put the fucking carbohydrates down and you need to go for a walk mate because it is not okay (laughs) to wake up at two o'clock in the morning and think of Brie Oh, I don't know. I've, I, I dreamt about penis last night. I had a really sexy dream last night, Laura. Wow, that just shows the difference in our lives right now. <laughs> yeah. I dreamt about penis and I dreamt about brie. <laughs> penis brie, maybe. Penis brie. I'm sure it's a thing. Um, back to my beard man. Just, Sorry, beard man. Just to let man, you know yeah. that um, occasionally his beard just did literally smell of... Testicles. Of testicles. It yeah, smelled yeah, yeah. like the ball bag area. It wasn't nice. Steve had a chin ball bag, definitely, when he had a beard. I hated it. No, thanks. He'd come in and there would be, a, like, I've got a real issue. <clears throat> oh, I don't even know if I can talk about it. Oh, with... that buffet's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> sweat. If I see a bead of sweat on a man. Really? I can't cope with it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's actually vomiting. I can't. Live. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, and the weird thing is, I like Steve's manly smell. Like, so when yeah. he gets in Romani, he's like, oh, I stink. I'm like, oh my God, I love the smell of you. The pheromones. But I don't like it on other men. I like it on Steve and I can cope with sweat on Steve. Oh, but it's, it's horrible though, isn't it? Seeing like a, a, a little stray oh, bead of sweat just dripping down the forehead. Oh, gross. Trauma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the smell. I do like uh, Rob's kind of. It's got. I mean, it's got to be maybe a few hours old, not like a day old sweat on. Cause oh no, no, no! That gross. that would be too much. I don't like sweaty balls. No, I mean Rob's. He suffers from them so badly. I'm never going down there and going. Mm. No, <laughs> that smells nice. Because they kind of smell a bit pissy, don't they? They. It, I can't even describe. It smells like the toilets of a. Of the infant school boys' toilets. I don't want to know what you've been doing in your spare time. <laughs> Going to the infant's boys' toilet and sniffing the toilet. No, but do you know what I mean? Like, when you Cover. were a kid, if you were a kid and you, you were a girl, you would walk past the boys' toilets room, a toilet's room, toilets, and it would stink of, yeah. of penis. Obviously, yeah. I don't know what penis was back then. No. But it would smell... A girl's toilet it didn't smell of penis. It didn't even smell of vagina. It smelled of nothing. It was neutral. It is. It, it's, like, hot... Hot it's dick. definitely and it's quite sweet, isn't it? It's like a there hot, is, it's like sweet, a s- 
I don't it's mean like that in a nice bread. way. It's like two sweet what chicken's lungs. Yeah. <laughs> sweet. It's a hot chicken lung. That's oh, what a penis smells like. Disgusting. Blah. I don't understand how a man going into a urinal to take a piss, all they do is flop it out of their they unzip and they flop it out of their pants. No, not even their balls come out. No. And yet it's still that they infiltrate a whole atmosphere Room. to make yeah. it smell like a dick. I think because there must be so much splashback from that oh, standing splatter. up and pissing yeah. on porcelain. It's like, it's just the angle. Just fucking sit down, man. There's no... Yeah. Bit- well, you know what? Well, I was in the bath the other night and because our toilet is unfortunately right next to our bath... Um, one of my children I mean I never ever get a bath without someone coming in and taking a piss no. but they, they actually managed to angle it and I got quite a lot of I got quite a lot of splash back on my face I was like this is this is nice I might wash my hair like treatment <laughs> please can you do it some more can I have a golden shower for these Toby <laughs> <laughs> just don't bother about even trying to get it in the toilet please just cover my face in your piss I that's a new level of closeness, is it not? Is it? Is that that is that is parenting? Uh, Vic, I actually have a question for you. Oh, yeah. You know what? I thought, wouldn't it be fun if I found some random, popular questions that are asked, and one of them I thought was quite a good one to ask you because I don't know this answer. <laughs> oh, I love this. This is great. <laughs> then. Um, so. What was the worst job you ever had? Just to set uh, a little uh, synopsis as to my rationale and thinking was after I thought about the Brie at two o'clock this morning, I thought, wouldn't it be fun if I just randomly Googled what are the most commonly asked questions UK? (laughs) First one, what's the the worst job you've ever had? I can honestly say that is not the first thing that comes out of my mouth when I ask someone a question. No, not at all. I've I've had so many jobs, mm-hmm. so Me many. Too. I started my first job when I was fourteen. I was a Saturday girl in a shoe shop. That was pretty horrendous. Working in a shoe shop is disgusting because yeah, the just the gnarly, shoes. scaggy, horrible, stinky toenail, like just oh awfulness. I tell you one job that was quite funny that always makes me laugh I did this because I'm as you know the least friendly and the most socially awkward person was that I was a sampling girl what's that you know you go to the supermarket and there's someone standing there with a little oh, and they're like, do you want to try some of this do you want to yeah. try some of this I hate I did them. that you hate them why do you hate them because I'm too socially awkward to know how to accept that without saying thank you enough yeah <laughs> you know? I hate I, I feel like I need to buy you a box of chocolates to say thank you because you've given me something for free and I don't really know where I stand in amongst this situation. <laughs> so I'm going to ignore you. I hate how you make me feel. Oh, Trying to bring okay. happiness and it's not happiness. I'm sorry about that. That was yeah, you me. should be. Um, but one of the worst things, because I had to sample all sorts of things, did lots of food, obviously, alcohol, cleaning products, that kind of stuff. The weirdest thing that they ever made me sample was toilet paper. <laughs> Would you like to wipe your bottom or shall I? No, but do you know what? Fucking T-shirt. I had to wear this stupid T-shirt and it said, does my bum look good in this? So can you just imagine the invitation yeah. that that gave yeah, from to... Dickhead men. The, oh my god! The whole day, every single time someone would walk past me, like, oh, oh, yes, we know your bum looks singing in that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not allowed to throat punch them. Fucking loser! I've never, I've not had to do anything that's like really horrendous or deal with anything like disgusting. Have you? What's your, what's been your worst job? Um, <clears throat> I've had quite a few jobs, but mine by far. I mean, I don't want to bring the tone down, but I feel like I'm about to. Oh, I'm um, excited. 
No. <laughs> I was a care assistant and I found someone dead. So. Oh my God. I had to lay them out. Welcome to 2021. Not... <laughs> <laughs> That's not punching them. Laying them out is like literally like putting them to rest. Um, yeah. That, that was awful. I was like, wow. they, they said, and I, I was 16. Oh my God, that's even worse. So I, I remember, I think it might've been my second day on the job and I gave a water jug and glass to a man that was actually dead. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, good morning. <laughs> Gotta stay hydrated. Have a little sippy, sippy, soup. Do you want porridge this morning or toast? <laughs> and then I like literally walked away and I had gone over the other side of the room to give the other like tank of water, tank of water, you know, fucking jug of water and glass. And then they had pulled the curtain around. I was like, oh shit, what's going on over there? And then one of the nurses was like, yeah, he's passed away. I was like, oh shit. I probably should have told you that. <laughs> I was just <laughs> chatting to him. But yeah, the, I when I was a care assistant, I had this like weird fascination with the idea of like watching someone die, which probably makes me sound like a psychopath. So what are Laura's hobbies? Sniffing the infant's <laughs> toilets, watching people die. And wanking Ooh. at the piano. And wanking. <laughs> Backing at the piano. What a strange little girl you were. Um, yeah, so many fucking issues. That's so. That's such a strange choice of job to go for at that age. Because I mean, I didn't really think much was on offer to me other than retail. I worked in retail mainly, and Never I fucking retail. hate retail. I hate it. I am not designed for retail. If anyone asks me anything, they're like, "Um, oh, excuse me, can you just fuck off, please?" <laughs> that's I'm my busy. response. Yeah, I'm just really busy, just stuck in these boxes here. That are absolutely pointless. Yeah, no, I don't talk to me. I hate it. I would. I'm not designed. This this body is not going to cut with retail. I don't know. It just it was just one of those things that I just kind of it just happened because I think it was the only job going, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll have it." I I actually. <sighs> I've got an agony aunt question. I'm excited by this. I actually have a really good question that I would, I think is a good one, <laughs> obviously. Good <laughs> <laughs> question that I think is a good one. Yeah. Well, go for it. Okay. Hi, ladies. Still loving the podcast and posts. So she loves us. She loves us. She loves us. I have an agony aunt question. Although it's not sex, man, fanny related, I'd love your view on the topic of friends. My main group of girlfriends are my school friends. We've known each other for 25 years. But we've got, but as we've got older, had kids, changed careers, hobbies, outlook on life, we don't all see eye to eye. And I have particularly felt like I don't belong. There have been a couple of instances over the last 10 ish years where I felt bitchiness or judgment from them. I felt progressively over the years I don't feel comfortable sharing lots of my life with them for fear of judgment. My issue is we have a lot of history. A lot of memories, happy times, fabulous times when we were younger, etc. So there's a part of me that feels I should remain friends with them for the sake of our history, but I just don't feel like they've got my back. Would love your opinion on this situation. So, Victoria, over to you, darling. What do you think? What do you say? Mate, 100% get Back them off. Rid. Yeah. Fuck those fusty bitches. Fuck them in the ass. I really think that there are 
friendships that are going to last forever mm-hmm. and no matter what happens no matter what you do in your lives what direction you go in there'll never be any judgment you'll always love each other and whenever you do come together you'll just have a brilliant time yeah. and it'll be like you know the first day you met or whatever but then there are other friendships that serve a purpose in that particular time and place but I'll just that, you know, they're transitional. And I think it's absolutely fine to cut ties with people that you were once really good friends with and that you have all that history with. Just because you've got the history, it's not about that, is it? It's about the here and now and about how they make you feel. So it's a really difficult one. And I think becoming a mother has affected quite a few of my really close friendships. And there's a couple of people, women now that I'm no longer friends with Mm. Um, for the very reason that that girl is, you know, same sort of thing that she's saying is that just feel the judgment and, um, and there's like, there's just conflict and it's just, it's, it's consumed so much of my energy and my emotional sort of time over the last few years that I've just, yeah, decided, no, I'm not doing that anymore. It's just, I'm too old for it. What about you? No, I think that is what you've literally just ended on. I'm too old for that shit. And yeah. We can all say that we have had friendships that we've had for a really, really long period of time and they've worked and worked and worked and then all of a sudden they don't work anymore. And then you can meet somebody out of the blue. Yeah. Click and you're like, fuck my life. How, how can I get you on a level that I, I, other people that I've known for the whole of my life don't get me on? Again, I can't stress enough, which we're always doing. My current friends who are listening to this going, what a fucking cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably not talking about you. And if I am, I wouldn't tell you to your face. So don't worry. (laughs) But the the truth of it is, is that as we get older, our tick list changes. And I'm, I'm such a firm believer in this. I think that as you get older, you change. And actually, we're always told how change is bad but it's not it's really healthy it's really good and it's really positive and if someone's telling you you change be like yeah but I'm not hurting anybody in the process of changing I'm not shooting heroin up um I'm not selling drugs I'm also not being a cunt but you my friend for accusing me of changing you are being a cunt so actually you're the person that needs to look at yourself and those people never will look at themselves because they're so fucking self-righteous and they truly believe that they are the fucking dick's foreskin (laughs) 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 I don't want want to be around dick foreskins do you know what I mean I want to be around people who get me and if I don't speak to them for four weeks or six months that they're not going oh you never speak to me anymore you never tell me anything or you don't do this you don't do that no 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 mate I've got a busy life we're all busy we're all doing shit Let's just support each other through that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it, it, it's hard to make the cut. That's it is the difficult hard. I part. think it's just about slowly distancing yourself. Yeah. It's about going, when they go, oh, we're going to meet. Oh, oh, so sorry, I can't make it. Well, inwardly going, because I am removing the foreskin from my dick. I don't want you. I don't want you cushioned around. So the dick and the foreskin are two separate entities now. But I feel like they are. Yeah. Okay. I, so I, you've got to remove the foreskin from the dick. What yeah. we need is a full banjo snap scenario. We do. To yeah. We just need it to snap and ping. But we all know <laughs> that it's more of a slow circumcision. 
to be kind. Yes, correct. To, yeah, in, be kind. In, 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 you've got to be kind. To the foreskin. You've got to be kind. Yeah. <laughs> minimum blood loss. Minimum That's blood loss. Minimum <laughs> injury. Minimum trauma. You know. Actually, there's a lot to be said for this analogy, <laughs> is it not? I love it. I'm going to use it. Um, I think also coming to the realization, it's like the end of a relationship yeah, with a time. boyfriend or something, you know, it's like you can have such an amazing time in that period that, that you're together and make all these amazing memories, but it just gets to a point where it's not working for you anymore. And yeah. if it becomes, or if it feels like it's more effort than, you know, if you put in more than you get out, yeah, then yeah, yeah. I think it's time to just be like, no, no, but it's really sad. You know, when you have had that really close relationship with someone and, and you've been through a lot together, it is really hard to let go of it. Even if it makes you feel shit now, yeah. it's still, it's still a loss. Yeah. And you do have to have a little bit of a grieve, I think for it, because yeah, it's, you know, something that you, that is going to pass and, it's gone it's gone I mean of course you can talk about it and you can try and recoup it back which is what I've tried in the past but it just didn't really it made a temporary difference yeah that's it it's temporary because I think and they were about to the same yeah because for whatever reason y'all bitches are on your different path you know and it could be that what you actually need is a full-blown breakup but it not mm. be like, oh my God, you slept with her. I can't believe it. You've spoken about, do you know what I mean? Like it's just a, a natural parting Fizzling of the ways. Yeah. You know, we're just, we're moving on and we're going down our own path and it could be your paths reconnect. And I, I mean, we're both massive believers in fate. Are we not? We are. And I do truly believe that if someone is meant to come into your life, it, or come back into your life, it will happen. The amount of people that have said to me in the past, like, oh, how have you and Steve managed to make it for 19 years? I'm like, obviously, we split up. And I said to whoever it is that ever asked, I mean, you're not asking, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, <laughs> I do, because of what happened to us, I just am such a firm believer that we were always meant to end up working through whatever shit it was so that we could be together. And I think that about friendships. I think if they're meant to work out, then it will happen. And if it doesn't happen and they turn nasty and they turn bitchy and they turn really fucking aggressive, that only proves to you that they weren't ever meant to be your friend. Yeah, definitely. That's not what friendship is, is it? It shouldn't be about... It should should be the the least... (laughs) It should be completely judgment-free, I think, friendship. That's what my my really, really good friendships that... um, I know I've had friendships for years. my, my, My longest standing friend... I met in sixth form when I was 16 and, you know, she's still my best mate and that will never change. And we're really different and we've gone off and led completely different lives, but we always come back together and it's the same. It's the same as when we were smoking fags out my window, you know, drinking pints of Echo Falls. Echo Falls. Oh, what is it? What was the Echo Falls? That's it. Oh, that was the one of choice, mate. Um, and we still love a little bit of rosé, do me and Anna. <laughs> and we will occasionally have a cheeky little, uh, cheeky little sig. Oh, my God, that's what I've been doing recently, Laura. Has oh. it? Victoria. Siggy action. How dare you? Don't you fucking give me your bullshit. New Year, new me. January, <laughs> I'm just so pure. I, You know, like I cleanse my vagina and I think about all of the animals in the world and I only eat vegetables and I smell fags. 
<laughs> something's happened to me in 2020 i've just literally lost all shits do you know what i mean i mean i never really had that many to begin with but i'm just like fuck it fuck it smoke yeah let's just try and get cancer shall we let's just smoke yeah fucking go for it but i only do it when i have a drink which oh, is every day dear. so you know oh dear victoria <laughs> At least you're not smoking cannabis. It could be worse. It's true. That's probably better for me, to be fair. I actually think it would be. It's natural. Yeah. Who doesn't love a little... So, so is heroin. <laughs> true. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> that's quite highly frowned upon, is it not? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Only ever so slightly. Oh, oh, so, um, I think, round up, I think that if the friendship is meant to be, it will happen and it will blossom and it will move forward. And if it's not meant to be, it will just shrivel into a prune and fall to the bottom of your purse. And you'll forget about it. You'll forget about it. Where's the foreskin gone, man? The well, discarded foreskin. It will, be, that will dry it would up. be a shriveled foreskin at the bottom of yes. your purse. Like a little bit of yeah. penile jerky. Yeah. That one. You can either give it. it to the dog. Don't eat it. Just give it to the dog. Because then or you'll be in infiltrating the, bin. the friendship back into your life by eating it. You must <laughs> discard it. A little bit like a cursed, you know, um, I don't know, a family heirloom. You must burn it. You must get rid of it. <laughs> don't burn your friends, by the way. That's not what we're suggesting. <laughs> that metaphor is getting dark. We've, we've got out of hand here, I think. We have, yeah. We need to calm it down. Fuck them off. Just basically fuck them off. You deserve better. They sound boring anyway. They sound like fucking bitches. Um, right, I've got a little story for us. I mean, someone has sent a picture in with this story. <laughs> Your face. It made me fucking wretch when I looked at it. I'm going to show it to you. All right, so here she goes. Uh, so I pulled a guy on a one-night stand. He came back to me and we had sex twice, all good and no complaints. It really was a classic one-night stand. I love that. A classic one-night stand, that was. <laughs> anyway, in the following weeks, I noticed there was a smell in my bedroom. It was like a fishy-off smell. I couldn't account for it, so I stripped my bed, wiped down the surfaces and sprayed everywhere. However, the smell was still there. One day, weeks after the initial smell, I was sat on the floor and that smell was there, so I thought I'd just check my waste paper bin. Now, as a rule, I love that she calls it a waste paper bin. This is my waste paper bin, <laughs> only specifically for waste paper. Now, as a rule, the waste paper bin has nothing in it that would go off, so I would only empty it when full. I decide to have a little dig and double check if the smell is coming from the bin, and there they are. <laughs> Oh. It had appeared that my lover, my one-night stand lover, had not put the condoms in the bathroom, which I assumed he had done going to the bathroom after oh, each fuck. No. no, he just chucked them in my waste paper bin. How dare it's waste of paper? How dare they? Where they slowly paper. went off. Oh, over the following weeks. Unbeknownst to me, mate, wait till you see it. Stinking up my room and nearly making me vom upon finding them. I mean, do you want to have a look yeah, at this thing? I do. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Let me see. Are you ready? I'm ready. For... Oh God! Why is it gone that colour? It, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's like what... shit in them. I, I, I present to you oh, Exhibit God. A. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the court. It's like it does. It looks like someone has done two small little shits, globulous shits globulous. into two condoms. They are quite. They're you know brown. What? I'm they? going to stick up from a little bit because how is he to fucking know that that is only for paper? No, that's true. I mean, fuck my life. On closer inspection of Exhibit A, I can see 
what looks like a packet to Turkish delight. Well, that is not paper. <laughs> Some string to a present. Oh Some dear. Somebody's being a bit of a fibber about the waste paper bin, aren't they? And hello, I do believe that deodorant cans are not made out Certainly of Certainly not. So actually, that poor fellow, he just didn't know what to do with them. And he thought, well, here's a perfectly enabled bin that is not <laughs> overflowing. That would perfectly sit my brown looking shitty condoms <laughs> in. Ready when she is suitably at that point of disposal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking hoping that he didn't jizz that. No, that, if your jizz is that colour, that's wrong. That's wrong. I'm tempted to get Steve to just jizz into something and leave it a week leave and it. then see. Does it go brown? It must well, it's protein, isn't it? As we've discussed on many occasions on this podcast, the um, chemical makeup of semen, haven't we? We've, so we've basically, extensively. I just feel a lot like if there were ever an apocalypse situation, what I will do is I will get Steve to repeatedly wank into something to fashion it in to look like a burger, and I will then leave it on the side for it to turn brown, and then it's protein, so I can just eat it with some bread and be like, there we go. I don't need I don't need anything else. I just need Steve's ejaculated Mate, semen. Little Pinterest idea here now. You could get that used condom. Yeah. Stick a lollipop stick in it. Wow. Whack it in the freezer. Wow. Can you see where I'm going wow. with this? It's like a lollipop mould. Can you protein. imagine eating that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck I gag over man's sweat alone. <laughs> that would be so sticky thick. Oh god! It'd be like I a wonder... solidified fucking drumstick that's been left inside in the summer. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I wonder. I wonder what it would freeze like. Again, Steve. no idea. <laughs> Steve, Rob, get your cock out. <laughs> get the ice cube try out. Put it in a fist. Put it in a cup. <laughs> get the ice cube try out. Oh dear. I mean, I don't I've got doubt those there's some massive, fucked up people that um, would do that. Oh yeah, you've got the obnoxious cubes. I've got those. I've got obnoxious cubes. I'm like that huge. You'd never fill it. No. You'd get a little drop in there. That's it. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> Am I supposed to survive up this in a pack of laps? Not even a shot glass. Get back in there, you prick. Mate, I can imagine the smell though. It would be pretty with me at that point, wouldn't it? Well, it's got her fanny juice on it, and then it's got potential bum juice there as well. Potential bum juice? What her bum juice? Well, it's gone brown. Yeah, but I don't think how's the bum juice gonna get in the condom? It's at least on the shaft, potentially. Unless he tried to blow it up with a blow-off. <laughs> How do I get this thing off? <laughs> Wow, I mean, that's we've got to we've got we've got to share that we've got to share that. And everybody, feel free to zoom in on all of her non-paper essentials. I certainly hope she's not attempting to recycle all of that paraphernalia. She won't be able to. (laughs) She will be highly frowned upon at the recycling centre. It will be rejected with a big label. My recycling was rejected this week. I was fucking furious about it. Why? What did you find there? Well, I saw there was a dirty coffee cup. Dirty old condom. (laughs) Yes, dirty old weak old condom in there. What did you have in there? A fucking dirty coffee cup. A China one, like a re- no, not a fucking China one, not that extravagant. I have had my coffee. <laughs> I don't want What's it, it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you know, from a takeaway place. Oh, are they not recyclable? 
it had a little bit of the cappuccino foam still on it, and they must have oh, seen that going, oh, I'm not wow. telling you that. This is an outrage. Well, you know what, Vic? If you want to save the planet, old fag Ash Lil over there, you well, certainly won't be doing it with cappuccino foam, will you? <laughs> it's better than your used vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have such a funny story. Oh, I can't wait. But I, I, you always say that, but you always say it in the most unenthusiastic way possible. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't, can't wait. wait. I almost question whether it's real. Oh, really? Oh, we have to hear this one. Okay. Because it's just, I, uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. I, I don't doubt this lady's um, background check. Credibility. That's what I was thinking, credibility. Okay, so... A friend of mine was looking after her friend's dog while she was away on holiday a couple of years ago when unfortunately it died. Grim, I know. The dog-sitting friend didn't know what to do with the dead dog, so she rang the local vets to seek advice. They said, bring the dog in to be stored until your friend has returned away from her week in the Canary Islands. She didn't have a driver's license, so she was in a bit of a bother about how to get the dogs to the vet or the dog to the vet's. She decided to put the dog, spaniel size, <laughs> in a suitcase with wheels. Oh, no. And trundle the dog on the tube to get the dog to the vets. Oh, my God, mate, not mate, the tube. Mate, it gets so much worse. Whilst on her way to the tube station, a kind gentleman approached her as she was trying to lift the suitcase off the escalator. He asked if she needed a hand. She was surprised and instantly said yes thinking, oh my God, he has no idea what's inside. To her horror, he lifted the suitcase with a bit of a struggle and said, what's in there? It's very heavy. Thinking very quickly, she said, it's camera equipment as she was a photographer and on her way to a job. When they got to the bottom of the escalator, the man lifted the suitcase. (laughs) Quick, quick as a flash, he fucking ran off with it. Oh no! Thinking he was stealing camera equipment. Oh, sirs, that thieving bastard, right. What a shock he would have had on opening the suitcase at his destination. The poor friend had to explain to the dog owner what had happened. Absolutely mortified. (laughs) Oh, I want to see, I I wish you'd seen his face. That'll be on CCTV. Imagine that, he'd be like, woo, I've got loads of camera equipment. Boys, 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 look what I've got, look what I've got, look what I've got. You've got a dead fucking spaniel. You sick fuck. <laughs> oh, do you know what? That just is so disheartening because you think, oh, a stranger being helpful, offering some never fucking trust anyone. On no, the she should have just said it's a dead dog. Yeah, it's a dead dog. It's a dead dog. I haven't murdered it, but it is a dead dog. <laughs> I'm taking it to the vets because it needs to be put in the freezer. So uh, if you could lift it up for me, that would be great. My sister, she was asked to look after her friend's cat and uh, she house sat for it as well and went to the, so went to the house and looked after this cat. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> texting me like, um, like, am I supposed to feed the cat? <laughs> 
No, it feeds itself. Yeah, don't worry no, about that. Uh, no, it's a domesticated cat. They only uh, live off whiskers, mate. Um, yeah, no, you've got to feed the cat. That would be that would be step one in looking after this animal. And then next text. The cat hasn't really moved that much. <gasps> no. Okay, all right. Well, so like, by hasn't moved that much. I feel like this scenario is a little bit like you taking that man, the jug of water, and <laughs> the car. Next text. The cat's dead. <laughs> is it because you didn't feed it whiskers for twelve days? Is it because you didn't feed it, and then you let it sit there for about five days, and it hadn't moved? Yeah, like, wow, and it's that like cat's so fucking lazy. Its stomach has oh eaten God. itself, and it's now dead. <laughs> so I was a real animal keeper as a kid. I used to frequent in quite a few pet shops and beg my parents, <laughs> beg my parents for another animal, another pet. Um, what pets did you have? Uh, hamsters. Rabbits, that's it. Hamsters <laughs> and rabbits. Yeah, that was the it. extent. Of that, it. Was, that was all I was allowed. I wanted a dog, but they wouldn't let me have one. Oh, I have got so. a funny story about my mum. My mum used my mum used to be a primary school teacher, and she had a reception class. So you know they're really little, and they had this <laughs> class hamster who was pretty much like a sex pest, and used to just try and fuck the water bottle all the time. <laughs> And often it would be story time and they'd just hear like, <laughs> and like the cage would be rattling and they'd look over and old Pebbles, the hamster, would be, would be balls deep in the water drinking system. So what is, would he put his penis inside the hole where, his, where the water went? Fair play to him. And then she'd That's have to cover it. Yeah. I'm We're not, not looking, this is private time. <laughs> leave him alone children but then one morning she came in and god bless his little soul he died having sex with the water bottle no he hadn't you're lying got, no his I'm penis not lying. got stuck in the, the he got stuck in and he was dead and, he, and rigor mortis had set in he was just so this he little hamster yeah. attached to the water oh lord <laughs> imagine explaining that to the kids yeah he, he died by having his penis ripped off <laughs> the water bottle had had enough I've had enough of this abuse <laughs> oh, oh, funny times have you got another story or is it my turn for another it's story it's your turn for another story alright so this is kind of another little dilemma for us to um, solve so been seeing this guy for rough sex oh yeah hello love that not a relationship just been seeing him for the rough sex you know the kind really fucking dirty one of the side effects of said dirty sex is leaving fairly fairly obvious scratches on his back i'm no amateur okay wow (laughs) which might not seem too bad but his mother has noticed the scratches she also knows that it's me who's been giving him said scratches. No big deal, I hear you say. Adults giving each other scratches through copulating. Oh, yeah, I use that word. <laughs> but the joke's on me because I recently found out that his mother is my son's school receptionist. Fuck off. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> What are the actual chances? <laughs> oh, no. School is really fucking small. There are 80 pupils at most. I cannot avoid her, but I also can't fucking look in her eyes knowing me and her son are having sex. Really fucking good sex, I might add. What in the name of fuck do I do? How do I look this woman in the face knowing I have fucked her son in many, many ways, many, many positions? <laughs> Let's hope she don't fucking listen to this. I know, fingers crossed. And when I mean endless, I had no fucking idea my legs and body could contort in such ways. 
Anyway, fucking help me to be able to face Karen. That is actually her name. Oh, God. Well, she's fucked. Her name's Karen. You've got no hope, mate. No, she just needs to own it. Why is she not allowed her sex life? Fuck it. Karen, you know. But it's your. It's, that's hard though because it's essentially even though it's she's not in a relationship with this guy I don't think about the same thing it's still the figure of the mother-in-law right knowing the dirty antics that you get up to in the bedroom with her son well I, I'm struggling to understand how mum unless she sits in a fucking rocking chair in the corner of the room watching them 100% knows that she's a back scratcher that's true. Maybe he's just told her. Maybe that's yeah, the kind and, of relationship you know what? they have. And, if, and that's um, that's wonderful. I'm really pleased for you. But that's on that's on him to feel that ashamed, not her. So what would you do? Come on then. Right, I'm going to be Karen. All right, Karen. <laughs> Come and talk to me. I would talk to you. I would inwardly. <clears throat> sorry, inwardly, I'd be dying. But outwardly, I'd be like, hi, oh, yeah, um, yes, I'm here to just drop off my son's um, school admissions trip. There you go. Thanks, Karen. Take care. Yes, I have sex with your son. Get the fuck over it. He's entitled to a sex life. And just because I'm a fucking mother, so am I. I'm not a nun. <laughs> that, would be where, that would be my stance on it. I love it. No, but you know what I mean, though? Like, all the shame falls on her and not old, you know, scratchy Roo. Not him. You're just falling very silent. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I, I don't, yeah, it's not, I don't, you know, but how do we know the shame doesn't fall on him? It might fall on him too, but it's the fact that oh, it's... Oh, Karen it's knows then. Like, the receptionist at school who you have no choice but to interact with on, you know, like I'd say a fairly regular basis. I mean, I never, ever see the receptionist from my kids' school. But, but this is a small school, yeah. There's only 80 people. Yeah. There's no avoiding it. I mean, if anyone else at that school listens to this podcast, they're going to know now, aren't they? Oh, oh, you can guarantee Karen's not keeping that to herself. <laughs> no, she's telling everyone. Oh, she's fucking telling everyone. Uh, you know Peter's mum? She's fucking my son. <laughs> and she's actually and she's causing wild animal harm to him. Like, what, does he still live at home? Does she hear them? I know, that's what I'm thinking, oh. though. In the bedroom. <laughs> Scratching on the back, though. Have you ever done that? Yeah, but it's not my thing, really. It's not his either. So, no. uh, by his, I mean Stace. Yeah, it's <laughs> not the other man in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my boyfriend either. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you know. Yes, you mean. it just—it doesn't provide any additional pleasure to me to scratch no. his back. I mean, no. I'm, I'm quite. I can be quite. <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm horrible. I'm not horrible. It's a joke thing. Like if Steve's got his bare ass out, I'll bacon rash it with the back of my hand. Like that sort of stuff. That's probably as far as it goes, but there's nothing sexy in that. I was going to say, is that just, you know, a bit of fun? That's just fucking about. Yeah, that's just part of the uh, sexual act. Nothing to do with the sexual act. Do you know what Rob did to me yesterday? He's such an arsehole. I was playing with the kids and he just had a shower and I was lying on the floor and they're like coming on top of me and he came in completely bollock naked and then stood over my head and teabagged my face. Boys. Teabagged my face with his dense forest of anus. It was disgusting. I mean, it had just been cleaned, but that's beside the point. Doesn't matter. Steve does do it to me. not put that rat burger. Rat burger. <laughs> Don't even know what that is. Well, but that's what his, it is. It's his ball sack. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, Steve does it to me. I don't like it. I have said that on multiple occasions, but he thinks it's funny. I know. But do you ever try and put your your minge on, uh, on him for a laugh? No, 
before you get the wrong idea and he'd be like oh hello and I'd be like no it was a joke it was a joke ew (laughs) (laughs) Uh, do you ever put your mint on Rob um no I try and put my bum on his face sometimes though oh yeah that's different try and And squeeze out a fart yeah I was just gonna say always farting him yeah you know what the other night Steve's ass fuck my life it was all it was always it was hideous it was it was beyond insanely revolting I hate that so cross with it it's the Christmas bum isn't it it's all right when you've got it and then it's really funny and amusing that everyone else is suffocating on your bum juice he couldn't stop laughing he had tears rolling down his face yeah but yeah but when it's when it's someone else especially your partner and you've got to breathe in that toxic gas it's like we came to bed and he farted and I was like that smells so bad and I stood out in the hallway for it to like dissipate (laughs) and then we got into bed and like the lights are lights out going to sleep and he went Oh, I've just sucked up another one so that I don't do it because I think it's going to smell bad. And I was like, I'd much rather you do it now than you roll over and your ass be in my direction. You fall asleep and then it silently comes out. <laughs> and then I've got to fucking deal with it and you'll be asleep. When you get out of the fucking bed, go in the hallway, fart, and then shut the door. Oh, maybe. When they're that bad though, they just linger, don't oh, they? Oh, it was, it's, yeah, it hurt my throat. Rob said the other night, every time that he moved or every time that I disturbed the bedclothes, even though I hadn't farted, he just got another puff of <laughs> my bum. <laughs> He's like, you are revolting. Residual, so revolting. Residual leftovers of your bum. Uh, and people ask, how, how has your relationship lasted this long? Yeah, how do you keep the magic alive? Well, <laughs> it's very questionable. We should get turns to have revolting guts. <laughs> oh, I still don't get those people that don't fart in front of their partner. No, we wouldn't have made it this far. No way. No. Two weeks in and I farted in front of him. I couldn't help it. Yeah, I, I think Steve's about two weeks in and then that was it. Now I yeah, don't even that's... give it a second thought. No way. Well, I feel like I feel like we've kind of we've done this. We're we're done. I feel we like done it. We're we're fast approaching. Not that anybody would know the end of series three. Are we? Are we oh, right, we're still doing difference. that. <laughs> I know. Are we? I don't know. But we're on episode thirty-seven. That's that's pretty huge, Vic. Imagine what it's going to be like when we get to a hundred. I know. We'll probably we'll just be sitting here in silence because we would have run out of things to say to each other. Potentially. <laughs> Although I'm amazed we haven't run out of stuff to say yet. So we're doing well. Well, it's been a pleasure as always. Yeah. And looking forward to 2021. Yes. 2021. And uh, all the exciting things, hopefully, that it will bring. Um, just got to get through this first bit. I think this first bit's going to be a bit shit, but yeah. once we're past that, we'll be all right. Maybe. I mean, I feel quite excited that this year, maybe we'll actually physically see each other because it's been a year. I know. The last time we actually saw each other was was January last year. Fucking hell, really? Was it January? Yeah, yeah. It was the last week in Jan when I came up. An entire year. Yeah. What yeah. a long time. Yeah, that would be amazing. We could do our first ever in-person podcast record. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Don't even know It'd how I feel so about that. Weird. I think I'd be I actually think I'd be nervous. Yeah, I will be too. Because it is it's not what we're used to, is it? No. So um before before we go, before we go, what should we say to all of our lovely listeners other than thank you very much for being legendary and being here? Um, can you please continue to rate and subscribe? And, and continue to listen as well, please. And continue to listen. We know when share. you stop listening and then we find out where you're watching you. We get people to watch you. That's not true. <laughs> None of that is true. Because that would be illegal. Um, yes. You know, like you could tell your friends about this podcast hey, if you fancied. What a neat oh. idea. 
you could tell Karen on the school reception if you yeah. really wanted to. And um, yeah, you can still continue, please, to send us your wonderful stories and any agony aunt questions that you have. But you know, they don't just have to be about sex. No. Could be about anything. Funny life one. dilemma. Life dilemma, one. babes. Yeah. Um, anything like that. Do- dead dogs in suitcases. Hello. Fantastic. We want to hear it. We want to hear it. Um, so you can do that by emailing us at podcast at gmail.com or what else can you do, Laura? Well, they could head on over to our Instagram page, podcast, and then pop on into our DMs. And make sure you follow us too. Oh, fucking follow us, obviously. So uh, that's it then. Nothing left to say, but... See you next next Tuesday! My dog is doing something really weird. You didn't do it. I know, because she looks like she's in the middle of the Matrix. (laughs) Willa, you fucking ruined it. You absolute bitch. Uh, Ta-ta, ta-ta! Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.